This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. The name of today's show is What Will You Leave Behind? You know, this topic is usually a little uncomfortable for most people to talk about, but there are two sure things in life, death and taxes, and you really need to plan and take the steps now to prepare for your passing to make things easier later on down the road for both you and your loved ones. Um, at this point in the show, I'd like to welcome Mr. Tony Shore, our infamous co-host. How you doing, Tony? <laughs> yeah, infamous is right. I'm doing great, Baron. It's great to be here with you and Simon, and I'm looking forward to this one, talking about uh, what we'll leave behind. And I, I know I don't want to leave my wife or my kids or my loved ones in a bad situation. I want to make sure everything's planned out so they don't have to deal with a mess. Uh, after I'm gone, if something should happen to me. So I think it's important to know what to do and have prepared. I think this is going to be a good show and I've had a great week. How about you guys, Simon and Baron? How have you been? Excellent. Doing well, Tony. Thanks. Keeping busy. Yeah, I know you've been really busy. Well, uh, and you dove right into this topic, Baron. Um, it's, uh, there's no time like the present to talk about this, right? Yep. I mean, I know it's not the most uplifting topic, not many people choose to think about their inevitable departure from this earth, you know, but it's still important to start thinking about how everything will look, you know, after you're gone. Will all of your legal things be taken care of? Will your children have a hard time finding, um, organizing your important documents? Did you provide clear directions on how you wanted things to happen after you were gone? These are just some of the important questions to consider taking the appropriate steps towards planning for a future after you're gone is very, very important so that everything in your life is as organized as possible. You know, after all, times of grieving are really hard enough as it is. The last thing you want to do is leave your loved ones with a stressful mess to store it through. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that. I mean, that's what I was talking about. I mean, you know, and people out there like to put these things off. I know I was that way. But when you think about it, do you want to leave your wife and your loved ones uh, with a mess? You don't want to do that. And uh, and nobody wants to do that to their loved ones. But so many people feel overwhelmed at this idea, uh, Simon and Baron, that um, the idea of planning for it. So they put it off or never even get around to it at all, right? Yeah, that's true, Tony. And it can certainly seem like a daunting task at times. You know, of course, it depends on each person's unique scenario. Um, and generally speaking, you know, the more you own and have to go through, the longer the process can take. You know, but we encourage everyone to do things to prepare just because 
it not only makes it uh, much easier and much less of a grueling task on the loved ones, but it's a time-consuming process, um, you know, that we want to make an easier transition for everyone as we pass on, and there's so much to go, you know, to go through as well at those times, especially because you probably have a lot of aspects of it ready to go as it stands, or at least have a good idea of what you want, you know, which is far more than we could say about your beneficiaries and what they'd understand if they walk into the situation as it stands without anything being prepared, Tony. Well, yeah. And when you say a lot of it is probably already taken care of, Simon, do you think that uh, people can do a lot of their own planning uh, for these scenarios or are they going to need some professional help as well? Well, to to a degree, yes, they can do some of it, uh, the planning on their own. Unfortunately for most people, you know, it's, it's something that you're familiar with to one extent or another, you know, what has happened when somebody passes on, you know, so they may have an informed opinion of what they want or don't want to happen or have some idea of how long uh, they want, how things they, how they want things to progress along and to be handled as they go through these time frames. You know, we always recommend speaking to or working with a trusted attorney, a lawyer uh, that they're familiar with or they're comfortable with for anything that regards their will or assets or some of the general estate planning issues. But you do, you don't simply have to want to assume, you don't simply want to assume that, you know, all things are taken care of or that a will is fashioned as in a certain way as it stands, you know, with, you know, those common assumptions that take place out there. Cause that's how some of the big mistakes happen. You simply need to relay your thoughts and your concerns to the right attorney or the right uh, lawyer out there and let them take a closer look at things and how they relay to the legal ramifications of what you're looking to accomplish and how those things will imp- be impacted. And so that you can best arrange them to meet, you know, your desired outcome. There are a lot of general ways, Tony, that you can get your financial and personal life together in an organized manner. So it's easy for the loved ones to kind of take care of after you're gone, but it's always recommended to seek out the help of a professional um, to make sure that the aspects will fall in, in line with what you want and what you're planning. Well, and that makes sense. Unfortunately, our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Uh, Baron, is there anything you'd like to share with us before we take a quick break here? Well, just once again, I know that this isn't the most fun topic to talk about, but it's really imperative that you have a plan in place and that all of your important documents are organized. You know, you may choose to work with a trusted financial services professional who can help you create a plan that's tailored to you and help you outline everything that you may need to prepare and organize. At Wellington Adams, we are more than happy to help, you know, you look over your unique financial situation and help you prepare for your financial legacy. Actually, for every client of ours, we provide a from the heart journal, which is a really nice organizer in that it has it lists all of your different accounts, all of your you know wishes, as far as your funeral, burial, things of that nature. Um, and for the first twenty callers that call into the show from the show, we'll be happy to provide that complimentary. So please visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com and give us a call, please, at eight five five seven nine three two four zero nine. 
Retirement can be a burdensome transition, more so today than ever before, but it doesn't have to be. Let New Generation Retirement Planning help guide you to a successful retirement. You are invited to a complimentary dinner and workshop to learn how you can utilize this holistic approach to retirement planning. For times, location, and to reserve your seat, call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or at wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams, as well as our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. The title of today's show is What Will You Leave Behind? In the first segment of the show, we talked about the importance of organizing your financial and personal documents that your loved ones might need, uh, including wills, uh, medical directives, account information, deeds, things of that nature. If your important paperwork is scattered all over the place or even unknown to you, you really should make it a priority to locate everything and store it in a safe place that your loved ones know about. Having these things all in order can help your loved ones alleviate added stress to an already devastating situation. Yeah, so you mean I shouldn't have uh, one drawer upstairs packed with some important papers and then a paper sack? (laughs) <laughs> uh, downstairs next to the uh, desk yeah, with would, more important papers in it. That as long as correct. it's just one drawer and one sack and it's all in one place, <laughs> you might be better off than <laughs> yeah. some people out there. <laughs> yeah, you got to get organized. I, I think that is a key uh, because you never know when something's going to happen. And then, you know, you know, people are going to scramble to try to find these things and figure out what's going on. And I know you, you guys uh, help people with this day in and day out. Uh, make sure that they have this plan in place uh, before something happens to them or their spouse. And, and Baron, you said in our first segment, uh, at the beginning of the show, you said something uh, I have to comment on. You said the only certainties in life are death and taxes. I, w- I think there are three, uh, death, taxes, and pizza, at least for me. Uh, pizza is a certainty uh, Amen. in my life. Okay. So I, I just want I wanted to add that. Um but seriously, thanks for the recap, and you guys have already covered a lot. Now, Simon, maybe you could talk to us about how we should go about getting our, for, you know, getting our lives organized. Then, getting our finances and our financial life organized. Certainly, Tony. You know, organizing your finances and things like life insurance, bills, debts, or anything else that might be out there in the world can be tricky at times. You know, being an organized person in general always helps, but not everybody is that way. So for those of us who struggle in being so organized in our daily lives, a simple organizational tool for the major things can help. Something like the From the Heart journal that Baron alluded to earlier, which keeps track of all the accounts and insurance and things like funeral planning um, in one place and lets your beneficiaries know who to contact in the event that you're unable to relay that information to them at some point yourself is a good tool. You know, it also helps as you get older to consolidate things, you know, you can end up with small 401ks from old jobs or CDs or annual IRA or Roth contributions in multiple different accounts all over the place. Um, so consider consolidating them under one umbrella. Some people think, you know, when we talk about that, that they're diversifying by doing that, that they don't want to keep all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. But the reality is it can result in less diversification and less fluidity by having things all over the place like that, as one hand doesn't really know what the other hand's doing. 
also, if you're working with a good advisor, they should be diversifying your assets across different companies and types of risk for you. So that shouldn't be as much of a concern. And that gives you the advance, the, the advantage of dealing with one advisor who has a plan for you and knows how it all works. It's important to organize your finances to the best of your ability so that your loved ones can actually find anything that they may need down the road. And the strategies like these can help you do that. Yeah. And that's key right there. Maybe you could be a little more specific, though, as far as which financial documents uh, we're going to need to keep organized and, and get in a safe place. Well, sure, Tony. You know, everybody's situation is different, of course, but I would say that it's important to organize things like life insurance and have information about retirement plans and pensions, annuities and banks, especially if you're using more than one bank and have that information readily available. It can be easy for your heirs to kind of overlook uh, those types of things or be un unaware that something like that exists because those places won't proactively reach out or know that something's happened to you when that time comes. Yeah, and good point. So uh, what are your thoughts, Baron? Because this comes into play, obviously, if we're talking about uh, making sure our loved ones are taken care of, and that's life insurance. Uh, Baron, what are your thoughts on life insurance? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Life insurance can be a really great tool to help protect and provide your family in the event that you pass away and no longer are able to support your loved ones. You know, these days, life insurance policies have really evolved into providing diverse options for accumulating wealth or potentially free uh, tax-free investments. They're not only for people who, or they're just not only for people who have a family to support. A life insurance policy is about more than just simply providing funds after you die, but it can help your family pay for funeral costs, uh, car loans, credit cards, mortgages, and any other outstanding debts that may be left behind. In almost every situation where one of my clients' spouses passed and they had life insurance, it has really helped the surviving spouse deal with the financial obligations and has just helped them emotionally deal with the situation a little better. I mean, so many times I hear them say, you know, I'm so glad that we had life insurance because I really don't know what I would have done if I didn't have it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's important. And I, I think there's a lot of misconceptions and confusion uh, regarding life insurance. Um, speaking of things like, you know, car loans, credit cards and debt, I know it can be overwhelming for a family to have to sort through all of that after the loss of a loved one, right? Sure. I mean, definitely. That's why we always recommend that people gather all their outstanding debts and put them in one place to make the process easier on the family. You know, when you have all of your debts in one place, it's going to be easier for your family to pay any bills that are outstanding that need to be taken care of while they're figuring everything else out. Um, you know, most people already have these kinds of things organizing together, but it's really a good reminder. Again, especially when you're dealing with such an emotional situation. Yeah. Yeah, ob obviously. Um, so what kind of advice, Simon, do you have for people who maybe have multiple sources of income then? I I'm sure that sorting through their finances and give getting it all organized could be a little tricky, right? Yeah. You know, I think that in the same way that it's a good idea to meet with a trusted attorney for your wills and legal aspects of your life, it's also a wise decision to meet with a trusted financial services professional to help you get everything else organized uh, that you just mentioned. You know, take advantage of different organizational tools that they might have and revisit them every few years to make sure that things remain up to date. 
They can help you solidify beneficiaries on your retirement plans, make sure that your accounts are accessible to those that will need it, and help devise a plan for your family in the wake of your passing. Yeah, and you mentioned beneficiaries there, uh, beneficiary designations. I think that's come up on past shows, but Simon, that's a really important thing that uh, can really cause a lot of trouble and some people miss, don't they? Yeah, unfortunately, that's the case. You know, we see that from time to time. Uh, One of the groups that we work with has a good uh, poster that they update every year that talks about even big, famous people and their estates that you'd think, goodness, they should have something in place at this stage. How often and easy that is to overlook and what a big difference it makes to the beneficiaries, especially in those scenarios where you might be on a second marriage or have children that have a second marriage and things that you might not think of and that aren't as clear cut. The last thing that you want is the state stepping in and telling your beneficiaries after you've passed how things will be handled, how that process is going to go and to drag that on even more. I mean, the minimum in Pennsylvania, I believe, is about nine months for an estate to be probated, but the average is about double that. So you don't want things dragging on a year, year and a half, two years, you know, after your passing and everything that goes along with that, Tony. Yeah. And I even heard uh, there was a couple uh, where the, well, the husband, uh, this man was, got married uh, young, really young. Uh, it didn't work out, turned out not to be a nice person. It, it didn't end well. Um, but he had a big insurance plan and had some accounts with beneficiary designations. And of course, when they got married, um, put her on as a beneficiary. Uh, and then it didn't work out, didn't last too long, maybe a year. And then they he got remarried, had kids, very happily married for a number of years into old age. And he passed away and he had four children and a loving wife. He passed away, lived all those years with them. That was his family. Um, he didn't update the beneficiary designations. Oh, and even man. though he had a will saying he wanted everything left to his wife and kids, his current wife and kids, the court said the beneficiary designation takes precedence, and he hadn't changed it. Wow. Yep. I've heard that sad story before, too, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. and it's, a, it's that's something that a lot of people don't realize is your life insurance, your IRA beneficiaries, your 401ks, annuities, all those types of things. If you have a beneficiary listed on there, that actually supersedes and comes before the will. So a lot of yeah. people don't realize that and think, well, I updated the will. I don't need to go back necessarily and update everything else. And that's just not the case and can result in some of those unfortunate circumstances and stories like you just mentioned there. Yeah, good point. Yeah, it, it does supersede the, the will. And that's uh, and like you said, plus you don't want things having to go to courts or probate. You don't want a court deciding, you know, who's going to get what. Uh, you want to decide that. And along with your loved ones, I think communication is also a key but we're almost out of time uh, for this segment. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add before we go on a break here? Well, Tony, you know, at Wellington Adams, it's our goal to help the clients be prepared and organized um, for the retirement and their financial future, but also when that time comes and something happens to them and we reach that phase of life and we have to uh, pass on, the beneficiaries have things to handle and deal with, and we want to make that as easy as a transition as possible. As Baron mentioned earlier for the listeners today, we'll uh, happily provide a copy of that From the Heart Journal. Like you mentioned, it's a great organizational tool, gets you thinking about some of those things you might have missed or overlooked, helps you kind of keep track of everything in one place, Not- gives them uh, information on who to notify about the different areas of your financial and personal life. 
um, just a good way to get things started, get you uh, organized um, for the beneficiaries and help that make that transition a little bit easier for them. Uh, those yeah. listeners today can reach out to us at wellingtonadams.com or call us at 855-793-2409. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your retirement toolkit from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory by visiting wellingtonadams.com or by calling us at 855-793-2409. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of the show titled, What Will You Leave Behind? We've been discussing how you can organize your financial life and make your passing as easy on your loved ones as possible just by doing things like sorting through your debts and designating beneficiaries making sure that your wills, your medical directives, account information, deeds, etc., that they're all stored in an organized fashion in one place. Well, and I appreciate uh, the recap and what you've been talking about here, Baron. Uh, both you and Simon have been giving us a lot of great tips. And now that we've talked about some of these ways that we might be able to clean up and organize our financial life, uh, are there any other examples of ways we should be preparing? Simon? Sure. You know, I think that technology has really made it a lot easier uh, for us to store and back up important financial information. People don't have to worry so much about keys for safety deposit boxes as much anymore or worry about whether or not all their important documents are scattered all about the house. You know, there are online storage tools that will allow you to save all the important information in one particular place and keep things organized. There's lots of good tools. We have some here through the uh, Wellington Adams, like the Generational Vault, that people should look into. You know, it's a good way to organize, back things up, be prepared, um, keep things all in one place, as we've been talking about. Yeah. Well, I would imagine, though, some of these tools might cost considerable amounts of money, right? I mean, how do we know also that our information is going to be safe? Baron? Well, actually, Tony, our firm offers a complimentary, secure online document storage center for our clients. Simon just mentioned the name of it. It's called the Generational Vault, and it allows you to store all of your important documents in a safe, secure cloud-based portal um, that you can access anywhere, 24-7. It has the same level of security as the banks have. With this tool, you can store as many documents as you want in a completely secure centralized location. Um, since you And since you might not be the only person who needs access to this information, the Generational Vaults also allows you to manage data authorizations that give your loved ones access to your medical directives, powers of attorneys, um, or other important information when it matters most. If, for example, if you're on vacation in California and something tragic happens, someone back home or your spouse that's with you can actually access the vault and get any document needed right away and get it to the doctors or the hospital as soon as possible. So the generational vault is a really, really pretty cool tool that our clients really love that we offer. It gives them peace of mind about their financial information through its reliable document storage. Well, and that's great. I, I use the generational vault uh, you guys provide it to your clients. Uh, there's no additional charge. And I think it's amazing. Uh, when my wife and I travel, 
Um, if we forgot some important document, they're all scanned in and available in our vault. Anywhere there's internet, uh, you can access your generational vault and it's very secure. Um, it has the same encryption as, a, as most banks use. I think that's phenomenal. Um, it really does. You're right, Baron. It gives you a peace of mind uh, knowing that all that's there and you can have a trusted loved one have the password to it so they, if something should happen to you, God forbid, your spouse or loved ones can access that and it's all in one place. And uh, this is a wonderful service and an easy way to store all of your important documents in one place. Right, Simon? Yeah. Yeah, Tony, it definitely is. You know, our clients use that generational vault to store some of those important important personal and financial documents uh, that they've accumulated over their lifetimes. Baron mentioned a couple, you know, the wills, trusts, powers of attorney, medical information and directives are things that we touched on that are important, as well as, you know, up to date or year end investment states and insurance policies. You know, and any other documents of significance to the family, even old wedding photos or military commendations we find get backed up there. So, you know, all of these documents make up your estate, which is more than simply just the numbers in your accounts. You know, most people have these important documents tucked away in a drawer somewhere, like you mentioned, Tony, or a bag. But this way they can leave your financial, you know, that can leave you your financial information vulnerable to things like fires, natural disasters, theft, or just plain being disorganized and lost along the way. And that's why we offer that tool, the generational vault to the clients. And we think it's a valuable service and something that benefits them. And they can rest assured knowing that all their information is secure and readily available when they or their family members need it. Well, Simon, that's good to know. And, and, uh, Baron, I think it's important that we share all of this information of our digital lives with our heirs as well, right? Yeah, it certainly is, Tony. Not only does it allow your loved ones access to your important accounts, but it also lets them shut down any services that you don't want to leave around. You know, for example, Facebook allows you to make a memorial page if you want, but if you would rather not have that digital recording hanging around, you can tell your family that you would rather them delete it. The same is true of other accounts like email. If your family doesn't have the password for your email, they have to provide a name, address, photo ID, email, and death certificate just to get into your account. You may consider making it easier on them just by giving them your passwords outright. Uh, that's a good point, and I'm glad you brought that up. Now, guys, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Uh, Simon, do you have anything else for our listeners before we go today? Yeah, we're just hoping today that the listeners got something out of today's show and have a better idea of how you can organize your life for your loved ones in the event of your passing. You know, while it seems like it can be an overwhelming and daunting task, it doesn't have to be. If you feel overwhelmed with the amount of planning that accompanies preparing your financial life in the event of your death, feel free to reach out to us. We'd be happy to help and work with you. You know, as we mentioned for the listeners today, We'll pass out a copy of that From the Heart Journal, a good organizational tool to get you thinking and get you started. You're welcome to reach out to us and find out more online at wellingtonadams.com or give us a call at the office at 855-793-2409. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. 
Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.